You're listening to Devotions with Pastor Daniel Williams, taken from the Redemption Church YouTube channel. Hey everyone, hope you're doing well. I'm coming to you a day early in this devotional in my week. My work week is going to be busy this week as uh, I get to do some other recording tomorrow with a few other pastors. It's going to be a great time and something maybe you want to check out. I do a lot of other recordings for a ministry we call EE Leaders to encourage and equip church leaders. And uh, because I'm going to be recording all day tomorrow on Wednesday, I thought I'd come to you a little early for our devotional this week at Redemption Church and uh, just share about how God wants to use you and encourage you in that and talk to you from a passage from Ezekiel as I started to read through that this week. Uh, just some verse, a verse that stood out to me and encouraged me that my mission field is right where I'm at. Your mission field is right where you're at. In today's devotional, I want to talk to you and remind you uh, that you are sent into this world to make disciples, to have a great impact, to have influence. And God has sent us all, not just me, Pastor Daniel, on a devotional or a YouTube video, but you as well listening. If you are a follower of Jesus, he wants you to make more followers of Jesus, to make disciples. It's the Great Commission. We know the text. It's Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Jesus said to his disciples, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the ends of the age. We are called to make disciples, to herald the good news, to preach the gospel, not just the angels, as we studied this last week, how they, uh, the heavenly hosts and multitude opened up and they gave glory to God and praised the Lord. But no, we as human beings are supposed to do that well. And God wants us to preach the gospel and go into all the world and to preach to every creature. Now, why? Why do we need to do this? Well, Romans 1.16 tells us it's because the gospel has the power to save. It is only Jesus and by his name and the work that he did on the cross and dying and rising again that actually brings salvation. You see, Jesus bore our sin. This is good news. This is something we could be excited about, that we could be right before God, not because of what we did, but because what Jesus has done. He appeased the Father's wrath. And when we talk about being saved, we were sent going a trajectory towards hell, towards the wrath of God. We fell short of God's glory, but God in his love and his mercy made a way. He gave us salvation. And this deserves our praise, our adoration, our obedience. Uh, he shed his blood with a joy set before him. You and I, he died and shed his own blood for you and for me. And grave gave us and uh, now gives us eternal salvation, eternal life, not based off of our own works, but our behavior. I don't know about you, but I get pumped up about this. This is so good. It's amazing that we actually get to preach this good news to the world. But I want to remind you, people must believe and receive this free gift of God, this gospel. And the Bible says that how will they receive this good news unless someone tells them? Unless people like you and like me tell them. Romans 10, 14 and 15 says this, how then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As is is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. I want to remind you today that you are sent by God the creator of all universe, to herald, to preach, to proclaim this good news, to make a witness of your experience with the Lord Jesus himself and give him to other people. God wants to use you. This is important to understand our sense 
sentness, right? That we've been sent by God. God is a loving God and he sent Jesus into the world, his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And now as Jesus' followers, we want to apprentice under Jesus, do what Jesus did. And God now sends us into the world because he loves the world. He loves people and he wants us to save, not by our own efforts, but what the message we have to point people back to Jesus, to be his disciples. Now, for too long, many of us in the church um, we think of missions that only applies to missionaries. And listen, I thank God for missionaries. The word missionary actually comes from this Greek word apostolic or ap apostle, meaning sent one. Uh, and we usually think of a missionary going to a foreign land. Cross-cultural missions is actually more of an appropriate word. And listen, there's nothing wrong with thinking this way. It's not necessarily bad. We as a church support a lot of cross-cultural missions. In fact, I was just texting with Esteban, our missionary church planner we support in, in Spain, and we're praying and try to get him in to Delray for some fellowship and in February have a missions day to talk about how do we reach the nations. Now, we give a lot of our tithes and offerings, over 10%. Uh, designated to church plants, to missions, to preaching the gospel, to specifically have that calling. But I also want to remind you today that we don't just reach the nations with our finances. We, with, we reach it with our faith, with our own works, with our own body. God wants to send all of us, not just some people, but all of us over the whole world. That we as Christians all have been sent to make disciples. And that our mission field isn't just on foreign soil, but it's right where you stand. It's right where you stand. And God wants us to uh, be used by him in a powerful way to preach the good news. And in fact, this is his master plan. And I was reminded of this as I began reading the prophet Ezekiel. I know it's an old school book, but you know, I'm studying through the Old Testament right now. It's a long book about a prophet and some of it is hard. So I get a commentary and just reading on my own uh, time. And these are what the devotionals are all about. Just overflow of my heart of what God's teaching me. And the first three chapters are pretty incredible of Ezekiel. Like it just starts with a bang. Um, he receives his calling from God, right? God speaks to him and he does this in a pretty amazing way. He opens up heaven um, and you actually see the spiritual realm. Like we talked about on Sunday, there are these angels that come and, they, and he describes them and God's on his throne. It's just a crazy experience. God speaks to him in an unforgettable way calls him to speak forth his word to the people of Israel. And in Ezekiel 3, 5, this is the verse that, that sort of uh, hit home for me. It said this, for you are not sent to a people of foreign speech and a hard language, but to the house of Israel. Now just hear that. You are not sent, Ezekiel, to a people of foreign speech or hard language, but the house of Israel. God still sends his people, not just to foreign lands with different languages or hard speech, but he sends us to the nations that we're already in, the families, the co-workers, the spaces where we pray, where we play, everywhere we go, God wants to use us and he sends all of us. And this great prophet who has a book of the Bible was not sent to a foreign mission field as a missionary. He was sent to his homeland, the house of Israel. Ezekiel actually was a priest doing ministry there. And then God called him to preach his word, not in a foreign field, but in the nation where he was living right with the people where he was living at. And I think this is important for us to highlight as well, because God calls us to preach right where we 
are at. We don't have to go on a mission trip to be effective. Another couple of texts I sent out this morning is we're planning to go to Mexico in the spring 2023. We support another missionary, Jason Sanchez. He was just here for the golf tournament and we believe in missions and, and there is this special task, but our church isn't all going to go only a dozen of us or so. And so what does it look like for us to be effective for the gospel? Not just once a year on a short-term mission trip or going to a different country. Did you know that God wants to use you today? In your everyday life, he sent us to do what he's called us to do, to serve him, to glorify him, to preach the good news. And it doesn't have to be a foreign land. Now, yes, we praise God that he does send people to the foreign land. I, I thank God every day that he sent Laura and I and our family from Washington State to Florida. Same language, a little bit of a different culture. But I'm really glad that he sent us 3,000 miles away to plant a church here in Delray to have ministry, to be fruitful, to do the things that we've got, we've been called to do. But everyone's story is different. And for many people, he sends them just across the street or over to their neighbor. He gives us a mission where we don't have to learn a hard language. You see in Matthew chapter 28, the verse you're familiar with that we just read about the great commission, it says, go therefore. And which literally means in the Greek, as you are going, go make disciples or wherever you go. It doesn't necessarily mean go out to the next, get a passport, go here and start a 501c3. No, just as you are going, as you are living, God has strategically placed and sent his people everywhere, all over the world to live on mission in their everyday lives. And this is strategic. We're to be examples in this space that we live in with our co-workers, with our family, with our friends, in our city, in our nation. Uh, Acts 17, 26 says that God allotted the time and place that we would dwell in. And so this means God's strategic. You're a part of a family and it's no mistake, God's family. And he strategically placed you in a, in a physical family here at this time in history, your nationality, your race, your job, your life. It's all not a mistake. It's on purpose. And God wants you to be a witness to what he's doing in your life and precious good news. And this is a part of his strategy. We all have a part to play. Your mission field is right where you stand, right where you are at. God wants to use us to reach the nations. And guess what? We live in the great nation of the United States, or you may live in a great nation of somewhere else, Canada, Europe, Africa. God's placed you there for a reason. Do you see your everyday life as being on mission? the people you interact with as your mission field. I hope you do because you should. And prof, uh, the prophet Ezekiel had to have this great calling and be reminded. And I'm, I'm giving you this lesson to just remind you that the great commission, man, it's for you. God wants you to influence your wife or your husband, your children, our church community. Your life matters to God. God has sent you as a believer, someone that he snatched from darkness into light. God will use you for his glory. And he, he's just looking for people that are willing and are able. He sent his people to preach to uh, preach to people other good news. Second Peter 2.9 says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people of his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Proclaim his excellencies. Praise his name. Be a light before the nations. We don't have to speak a hard language to be sent by God. 
We just need to be available right where we're at. He wants to use us in our everyday lives. And so I hope that encourages you. And I hope that you embrace your calling today, because I know that as you do, God's love will flow from uh, you to other people. He'll minister to you as you preach the good news and see the power of God to save. And you know what? You'll be blessed and other people will be blessed. Those that win souls, Proverbs says, are wise. So live a wise life today. Understand these days are evil, but God places us in this life to do his will and his work. Embrace your mission field today, the everyday life that God wants to use you in. God bless you guys. Uh, we will see you hopefully on the next video.